Good evening on this wonderful Wednesday night here at Brighter Side Church. Hello, I am Pastor Austin, lead pastor here at Brighter Side Church and founder of Brighter Side Church. And I'm so happy that you have selected on this video and worship session to join us today, tonight, whenever you're watching. 
Um, but it's currently Wednesday night right now, and it is time for our Bible study for Wednesday night. If you're new here, we missed a few Bible studies the past few Wednesday nights, but every Wednesday night I try to remember to hold a Bible study session, but some nights I just don't have time or I totally forget. But we do have church services every single Sunday, so stay tuned for all of those. Um, I have a great sermon coming up this upcoming Sunday, so stay tuned for that. But uh, happy Wednesday, and I hope you guys have had a fantastic day. And thank you so much for tuning in tonight on this wonderful Wednesday night where the Lord will enlighten us through his Bible scripture. We are going to take a walk tonight through James. Okay, we're going to take a walk tonight through James. Um, a lot of James, I'm not sure exactly how much yet. I haven't decided. I don't want to give you all too much, but I don't want to read too little. But we're going to make our way through James, beginning at James 1. And I think we're going to go until James 2. Actually, hold on, I'm sorry. I think tonight we're just going to focus on James 1, okay? Um, I think that's what we're going to focus on, and we're going to get to understand what it means, what it's talking about um, in tonight's Bible study. But before we do, I have one song coming up tonight, which I am, I just, I found this song a few uh, years ago, like a year or so ago, but... I've honestly been like loving it. It's pretty old. It's five years old already, but it doesn't feel like that. It's almost five years old, but it's a very, very good song. And I just wanted to add it in tonight for us to stand up on our feet, worship the Lord tonight before we get into our Bible study, making our way through James. So with that being said, here is No Ordinary Worship by Kelicante Gavin. Before we do get into that song, I would love to give you guys a chance to provide your tithe and your offering to help fulfill God's promise and bless the ministry here at Brighterside Church. Here are your instructions on how to give. On the screen, you'll see a shared computer screen. Now over here on our search bar, you can go to our website, which is https colon slash slash austinluxurylife12 .wixsite.com slash brighter side church. Upon getting to our website, you will find a beautiful wheat field because God fulfills us with all of the food. And we have the beautiful sun rays for our brighter side church logo. Here on the right side is the color in orange, and you will find all of our quick access buttons. You can pick the Worship Now podcast, tithe and offering for Venmo, PayPal, and Cash App. I would say the most easiest one to give to me is Cash App, or not to me, but give to me so we can support the church, um, it would probably be Cash App. It's the fastest option. But like I said, PayPal is definitely still working and Venmo is definitely still working as well. All three of those you can click on and you can send over um, your tithe and your offering. Now this one and I believe Venmo both say Charles because he is our finance manager for Brighter Side Church. Um, so you'll just go ahead and give there. Now there are more options to give over on our website, or I'm sorry, our YouTube channel. If we jump on over to our channel here, Brighter Side Church, and we go on to our videos, 
underneath today's video, which has not been posted yet, but um, if you look under like our Sunday church service here, which was the course, setting the course for higher dimensions, you will find our website and along with that, you will find um, easy ways to give with a check, credit, or debit card. So credit or debit card or your check or checking account number. Um, either way, but you must write out a check for that to work. Um, and you can go ahead and give that way by going to pa uh, emailing pastoraustinbsc at gmail.com. Again, that's pastoraustinbsc at gmail.com. You would just basically go into the email, put in the subject, just tithe an offering or giving or even leave it empty. And then in there, just write, I want to give a one-time tithe an offering of $15, $75, $100, however much you want to give. But remember, for your tithe, you are to give 10%. Whether that's to our church or another church, it is giving it to God. Um, and you can also call our phone line now at 814-429-3790. Again, that's 814-429-3790. If nobody is available to take your call, you will be forwarded over to our voicemail, which then you can pick if you would like to leave a voicemail for us to call you back or leave your credit or debit card number right in the voicemail for quick and easy access to give your tithe and your offering. You can also text that phone number, again, that 814-429-3790, and just put in there, I want to give a tithe and offering of $15, $20, $25, $30, and I want it to be a one-time offering, or if you want it to be weekly, monthly, bi-monthly, however you want to give it, and then down below, just put in your debit or credit card number. Again, I do have to say these tithe and offerings are non-tax deductible. They are like a donation to Brighter Side Church, and they are not deductible from your taxes. With that being said, let's go ahead and get back in to our episode and over to our song, No Ordinary Worship. Give it all I have. 
Okay, so now down here in this corner of the screen right here, you guys will see a little portion of our Bible down there in the bottom corner that you can look upon as we're reading James today. So um, let's go ahead and read starting at James 1. From James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to Jewish Christians scattered everywhere, greetings. Dear brothers, is your life full of difficulties and temptations? Then be happy, for the way is rough. Your patience has a chance to grow, so let it grow. And don't try to squirm out of your problems. For when your patience... Don't look... I'm sorry. For when your patience... I'm um, okay. I forgot it's in this order is finally in full bloom, then you will be ready for anything, strong in character, full and complete. If you want to know what God wants you to do, ask him, and he will gladly tell you, for he is always ready to give a bountiful supply of wisdom to all who ask him. He will not resent it, but when you ask him, be sure that you really expect him to tell you, 
for a doubtful mind will be an will be as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind and every decision you then make will be uncertain as you turn first this way and then that if you don't ask with faith don't expect the lord to give you any solid answer a christian who doesn't amount to much in this world should be glad for he is great in the lord's sight but a rich man should be glad that his riches mean nothing to the lord for he will soon be gone like a flower that has lost its beauty and fades away withered killed by the scorching summer sun so it is with rich men they will soon die and leave behind all their busy activities happy is the man who doesn't give in and do wrong when he is tempted for afterwards he will get it as reward as his reward the crown of life that god has promised those who love him and remember when someone wants to do wrong it is never god who is tempting him for god never wants to do wrong and never tempts anyone else to do it temptation is the pool of man's own evil thoughts and wishes these evil thoughts led to evil actions and afterwards to the death penalty from god so don't be misled dear brothers but whatever is good and perfect comes to us from god the creator of all light and he shines forever without change or shadow and it was a happy day for him when he gave us our new lives through the truth of his word and we became as it were the first children in his due family dear brothers don't ever forget that it is best to listen much speak little and not become angry for anger doesn't make us good as god demands that we must be so get rid of all that is wrong in your life both inside and out and humbly be glad for the wonderful message we have received for it is able to save our souls as it takes hold of our hearts and remember it is a message to obey not just to listen to so don't fool yourselves for if a person just listens and doesn't obey he is like a man looking at his face in a mirror as soon as he walks away he can't see himself anymore or remember what he looks like but if anyone keeps looking steadily into god's law for free men he will not only remember it but he will do it do what it says and god will greatly bless him in everything he does anyone who says he is a christian but doesn't control his sharp tongue is just fooling himself and his religion isn't worth much the christian who is pure and without fault from god the father's point of view is the one who takes care of orphans and widows and who remains true to the lord not soiled and not dirtied by his contacts with the world so i want you all to take a minute 
and I'll give you all a minute to think about what exactly that whole chapter, the first chapter, James 1, actually is talking about. Now, there's, there's many different points, so I would say no one's wrong. What you got out of that is, I think, what God wants you to know, but we're going to fully go over what it meant and explain the... Um, explain the scripture and describe it and get a better understanding of it. So I'm going to give you a minute. Go ahead and think about it. And we'll be right back to go over what this means. But what does it mean to you? And we're back. So let's go ahead and go over exactly what James 1 is trying to discuss here. Now, firstly, this is a letter to the people of the Jewish Christians scattered everywhere greetings. Now, dear brothers, is your life full of difficulties and temptations? So temptations are, you know, things that, you know, kind of like lust, for example. Um, You're tempted to go and sleep, lie with another woman who's not your wife, or you're tempted to go and be addicted to drugs or alcohol, or you're tempted to curse and swear, or you're tempted to go murder somebody, or anything such is a temptation. Even good things can be a temptation, you know? You know, like, I'm tempted to have a piece of chocolate. It's a temptation. Um, So, then be happy, for when the way is rough, your patience has a chance to grow, so let it grow and don't try to squirm out of your problems. So be patient. God is trying to tell us here from the servant of God, James. James is trying to explain to us through God that we, we shouldn't be trying to run from temptation. It is something that is humanly, okay? And everybody's going to have temptations. I have temptations. You have temptations. This dog, Cinnamon, has temptations, Lots of temptations for begging strips, I will tell you right now. (laughs) Um, Everyone, yes, I'm talking about you. Everyone has temptations. Your dogs, your cats, your humans, all of God's creations have temptations. And they all have difficulties. They wake up and they got arthritis. Um, They don't feel like moving. They're tired. Um, They are sick. They get the flu. Um, anything at all, they, they, you know, even a big difficulty, they could get cancer. Um, that's a big difficulty and temptation. But God is trying to tell us through James, his servant, that when that be happy for when the way is rough, your patience has a chance to grow. So let it grow and don't try to squirm out of your problems. For when your patience is finally in full bloom, then you will be ready for anything, strong in character, full and complete. So these, these temptations that we're getting and difficulties, this is what you call trials from God. They are trials that you are given and God wants to see how you're going to react, how you're going to handle these trials. And... Most of the time, once he sees how you can manage those temptations, give me one second, my audio monitoring stopped working. We're back. Still kind of laggy. I apologize. 
I'm just gonna have to turn that entire thing off because I cannot work with that. I'll have to just take one off my ear. Um, now, continuing on what I was saying. Um, you know, when we are going through those trials and going through those temptations, it is God that is trying to, you know, see how we're going to handle those situations. I'm sorry. I don't really know how to put this anywhere. That kind of works. I just can barely even hear myself. I don't know how to do this. Okay. Well, um, that'll work. So, when we're going through those trials and our troubles, God is giving those to us because he wants to see how we're going to react to make sure that we are a good and worthy Christian. He wants to make sure that we're not going to go away from him. Now, you know, God knows everything. He knows how we're going to react, but he truly wants to see that. Um, and he wants us to understand that before the blessings come, before the goodness comes, before any of the prayers are answered, there has to be trials that happen. You may have been praying for something pretty big, a raise at work, a big new difference. And I'm going to give you a big example of what's going on in our life right now that's kind of been a trial and a test. And I think that we have passed the test, but I don't know if we're fully done with our trial or our test. Now, for a few months, we've been asking for a raise for work. Um, my grandfather's still working. There's kind of no way around that. Um, I'm trying my best to try to, you know, make extra funds and different things to help support our family. But Brighter Side Church was mainly an idea just for people to get closer to Christ. And the tithes and offerings, of course, a portion of my share would come out for being the founder and lead pastor of Brighter Side Church. But most of it would be used for charity or for helping others or for providing more assets for the church and expanding across the globe. But the true thing is that, you know, we have been through a trial. We've asked for a while to give us a raise. We have so many bills and so many problems and so much stuff, and there's not enough money to cover everything. You know, that's been the way it's been for a while. Um, and we have prayed and prayed and prayed, and I'm going to be honest, it felt like God was giving up. But I remembered, per the scripture, that God will never give up on me. God will never give up on what you've prayed for. God hears you and he will be working for you. He's a miracle worker, a way maker, a promise keeper, light in the darkness. So I knew he was still working. But then we got to the trial and the test, which will finally give us our full grade, which will finally give us our blessing. And when we got to that portion, I really fell in a slump because paychecks went even farther down things got changed the job which now my grandfather's working for is just it's not terrible but it's not good they're being very picky about everything they just want to bicker about everything it's been frustrating there has been enough money to cover bills things have been have to let go or pay portions but one thing that we've maintained which we haven't maintained in the past and I think the last time we were given this trial in this test, I think we failed the test. This time that we actually went through this trial in this test, 
the one thing that we did all along was continue to give our 10% to church. We never quit doing that. We have given that 10% ever since. That's the first thing that comes out of the check, the first thing that's taken care of, the first thing that comes to mind. It is done, it is given, and it's moving on. I don't care what we have to let go. We are going to give to church. I told myself that. We agree with that. As the finance manager of all the bills, we agreed on that. Church is coming first. God is coming first. The 10% is coming first. And I think that's the big reason why I am sure that we are coming on to a major blessing. My grandfather's in the midst of changing jobs. He has been enlightened to be hired by a certain, by two different companies. The one company is excellent, the other one's pretty good. I think this is God's promotion. I believe that God is promoting us to a higher finance level and that we are getting promoted because of all of our hard work and that we are not letting go in that tithing, that offering. We're keeping it going. So that's that part about the trials. Now let's continue moving on. I'm going to jump on to a whole other, this other page over here. I'm sorry, hold on. No, I'm not. We're on the, there we go. And we're going to focus on this section right here. Now let's read from here on. No, I'm sorry. Let's go to here. A Christian... I'll zoom in for you all. A Christian who doesn't amount to much in this world should be glad, for he is great in the Lord's sight. Okay? So someone who doesn't have anything, he doesn't amount to much. He doesn't make much money. He doesn't have very beautiful, nice things. He's great to the Lord in the Lord's sight. But a rich man should be glad that his riches mean nothing to the Lord. For he will soon be gone like a flower that has lost its beauty and fades away. Withered, killed by the scorching summer sun, so it is with the rich men. They will soon die and leave behind all their busy activities. Just give me one second. I just want to take a note on all of these. That way I know what to put in the title of today's video. So we talked about... highs and trials, and now we're talking about what? Riches. And glory. So again, we're looking at this section right in here. Okay? God doesn't care about what kind of riches that we have. He doesn't care if we have a nice house. He doesn't care if we live clean. He Well, clean like Christianly, but he doesn't mean if our house is beautifully clean. He doesn't care if we have a Corvette. He doesn't care how much money's in the bank because that's all worldly. That doesn't mean that you can't have that. That doesn't mean that, you know, God doesn't want to give you that. God is definitely going to give you what you need, and he will always give you more. As John Hagee says, always pray big. But that's not what makes it, that's not what makes a Christian a Christian. Money is not what makes a Christian a Christian. Your Corvette, anything else, is not what makes you a Christian. 
What makes you a Christian is your dedicated and commitments to the Lord. That's what makes you a Christian. All of your riches and all of your glory and all of your beautifulness here on earth will wither like a flower. It is a worldly possession. Instead of being so focused on your worldly possessions, focus more on heaven. And you can show that by giving your tithe and your offering. And moving forward, happy is the man who doesn't give in and do wrong when he is tempted. For afterwards he will get as his reward the crown of life that God has promised those who love him. That's, that's a big one for me. Okay, When I'm tempted, I often jump in. I'm tempted to do something, I just go and I just do it. And then I always regret it after. I'm trying my hardest to not be tempted. I'm trying my hardest to follow the commitment of God, but it's really, really hard. So remember, not to be tempted. If you're tempted, don't give in. It's a test. And remember, when someone wants to do wrong, it is never God who is tempting him. For God never wants to do wrong and never tempts anyone else to do it. Temptation is the pool of man, man's own evil thoughts and wishes. So all the temptations that you are getting is things that you may have had in your past that now the devil is trying to use to pull you in, to reel you in like a fish on a fishing rod to get you closer to him. One of the worst things that I have done for temptations and, th and sins was cursing. I swore before I became a Christian so much, I could not have a simple sentence. If I would say, I hope you have an amazing day, it would have to be like, I hope you beep, 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 an amazing day. Like, I'd be in the most joyfulest mood, but I would use the most vulgar language. And I'm still tempted to do that today. Now, that's something that I've overcome. I have been able to overcome that in normal conversations and even in slight anger. But when I become really angry, it is still something that I very much struggle with. And a lot of other people do as well. You may struggle with your sexual temptation. You may struggle with temptation of anything in your past that is things that are, are that you have a weakness of that the devil is trying to use to reel you in closer to him so remember that it's not god who's tempting you it's the devil who's using your evil thoughts and your wishes and these evil thoughts lead to evil actions and afterwards the death penalty from god god will continue to forgive you because of jesus but it can't go on forever you have to truly try to stop those temptations. So don't be misled, dear brothers. Now, let's come down to this section. Dear brothers, don't ever forget that it is best to listen much, speak little, and not become angry. For anger doesn't make us good as God demands that we must be. So, get rid of all that is wrong in your life, both inside and outside, and humbly be glad for the wonderful message we have received. For it is able to save our souls, as it takes hold of our hearts. And remember, it is a message to obey, not just to listen to.
So don't fool yourselves. For a person just listens and doesn't obey. He is like a man look, looking at his face in a mirror. As soon as he walks away, he can't see himself anymore. Or remember what he looks like. So there's that one. So what's that trying to point out to you? That, you know, we need to live humbly. Okay? Don't be too happy. Like, you know, just live humbly. God has given me this day. Amen. Hallelujah. Move on. Um, you know, don't be too, like, you know, shovey to people. Um, and don't be pride. Do not be filled with pride. That's a big one. Do not be filled with tons of pride. You're not the greatest person in the world. God is. And this one's the last one, which can really be pointing out, you know, to me when I get really, really angry. Anyone who says he is a Christian but doesn't control his sharp tongue is just fooling himself, and his religion isn't worth much. The Christian who is pure and without fault from God the Father's point of view is the one who takes care of orphans and widows, and who remains true to the Lord not soiled and dirtied by his contacts with the world. That's a good one for me, and for all of you out there who have trouble with your dirty tongue. We often have a sharp tongue, whether that's with swearing, or we get too mad and we call someone a name, or we just tell someone something really disrespectful. Um, that's a sharp tongue. We are not supposed to do that. We are supposed to hold our tongues shut. And the best thing I can say is, like, silence the best treatment to people who just are really annoying, who are not Christian-like. That's also the devil trying to have you have a temptation from them. So someone closest to you, he will use people that you know. The devil will use people that you know. Your grandmother, your grandfather, your mother, your father, your best friend, anyone at all. He will use those people to try to turn you around and pull you back and reel you in like a fish. And then he can just eat you up. And that's not what we want to happen. We want to crawl back out of the devil's hole. So remember this right here. And this is James 1. Uh, yeah, James 1 verse 26 through 27. So stay tuned to this one. Make sure you apply that in your life. It's very, very good. Um, it's the one we have. We have to focus on all this stuff. And that's why it's the good one. This is the one about being a good Christian. In the end, it's being a good Christian. That's what this is all focused on. A lot of James. James is focused on being a good Christian. So um, with that being said, I think that's going to be it for tonight's Bible study. Now, I personally want to thank all of you for coming in tonight and worshiping with us here at Brighter Side Church. Again, if you want to give your tithe or your offering, um, you can so down below. Um, their information is down below in the description box and also over our website. <sighs> Excuse me. But with that being said, that's it. Stay tuned over on our podcast or on our YouTube channel or over on our website for more information as time comes for more videos, blogs, and such. And with that being said, thank you so much for choosing to worship with us tonight. Have a fantastic night, and we will see you in our next worship session. Have a great night. I'm calling on the God of Jacob, whose love endures through I know that you will keep your covenant
You're the same 
that be your prayer tonight. Come and fill me up. Come and fill me. Thank you for attending BSC. Our Twitter page, our email, and our website are linked, and we'll see you in our next worship session. Have a great day.